Thanks for joining us today on Cece and Doc Talk, where we talk about everything under the sun. You never know quite what you're going to get, but you'll always be entertained. Welcome to CC and Doc Talk, where we talk about anything and everything. And today I'm going to surprise Cindy with a really fun topic, which we do really well at and really bad at. <laughs> and that is the topic of listening. Oh boy. To listen. All right, listening. Well, considering that we have been trying to help people do better at listening for the last 20 some years in our coaching practice, how do we do at it at home, though? That's the big question. Well, that's it really is kind of an interesting thing because we think we're good at it, and yet we're constantly around the house. And again, this is kind of very authentic sharing what really happens in the house. Now, <laughs> we've tried to have a couple, you know, you don't want to have rules You're in the house. You're giving away but our dirty rules, secrets. You know? And one of the ones we learned from some friends is, you know, it's best to talk to the other person when you're in the same room as yeah. them, or you have a fighting chance that they can hear you based on what they're doing. If I'm standing over at the blender making a shake and about to turn the blender on, that's not a good time to all of a sudden launch into something that I'm expected to hear. Well, and so. I have to say, it's so fascinating. So we live in a log home now and the inside is all wood and we get, we have the most amazing acoustics and yet... You could literally be the next room over and we can't hear each other. So it's fascinating. The thing with the wood is it soaks it in. It's yeah. not like Red Rocks where it's hard and bounces off. Right. It just it just disappears. Is that it? So we, yeah, so we literally, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I mean, we almost have to be facing each other and have undivided attention. But then even so, are we listening on the inside? You know, <laughs> right. mind, body, and soul, heart level, you know? Well, and I think, I think, fly by listening. I think the bigger thing is, you know, there are a lot of times when I am, I'm relatively certain you're listening, but you never acknowledge that you've heard anything. So I'm like, I don't Hello? do that. Hello. I, I don't do that. Hello. Did you hear me? Hello. <laughs> Did you hear me? And I'm bad. I am actually really bad. There are so many times you're like, uh, that was a question that I asked you 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I never responded to that. I did hear it, but I don't know why I didn't respond. Am I still processing it? But why didn't I at least say, gosh, let me, let me process that. I think you respond in your head sometimes and you think you've said it out loud, but you really don't. Are you sure I didn't actually respond and you didn't hear my <laughs> response? All right, let's get back to the topic at hand. Listening. Well, I think listening is, you know, there, you know, yeah, you can paraphrase, but I don't like all that paraphrasing stuff to find out that you're listening, but listening with intent and, and you can listen where you're listening at the heart level, but you also can listen at the whole body level. And, you know, when you're listening uh, at, at, at that type of level, you actually have these visceral reaction or physio physiological reactions to things that you're hearing what's being said to the point that you can, you, you can understand the emotion what somebody needs behind it, what they value behind it, and then you can actually feel it. And so it's kind of the, the, the various levels of listening. Yeah, and I think sometimes what happens with, with a lot of people, and, and we talk about this a lot when, when we used to do our coaching workshops all the time, is that people listen until they're ready to give their idea and their advice to somebody who's talking, right? So they only listen to a point and then they immediately jump in and want to give their own advice or solution. And of course, coaching is exactly the opposite of that. Coaching is all about listening and letting somebody draw their own conclusion. But people just want to be so helpful that they can't help themselves. Or 
There are also, you know, people like me, and I will admit this, you know, I have so much going on in my head at any given moment. You know, we talked about the fact that I'm the chameleon on Real Colors. That was one of our first podcasts and that I have the committee in my head. And so, you know, somebody may be talking to me and I immediately think of something that I need to say to contribute to the discussion. And so uh, for a lot of years, I, I found myself just waiting for my turn to talk. And then when you're doing that, there's so much going on in your own head that you've really detached from the person who's talking. And so you're not really listening the way that you should be. You're not listening intently and you're really not hearing all of what's being said. And, you know, one of the other things is we talk about a lot is hearing what's not being said. And I think if you're not really listening in, with intention and with your, your whole We're self, you don't What's you the don't question get, behind the question? Right, you don't, what's really going on? Yeah, you don't know what you're missing either. Like, what are they not saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So let me see if I can summarize what all you just said, because I was trying to listen, but there was a <laughs> lot going on there. So there's people that just listen for a key word and then they take over the conversation because you've hit the key word. Yep. And then there's just one where it's just kind of a lot going on, verbal processing, and the other person's supposed to just keep up. Right. And and then um, listening with intention and as opposed, you know, and make sure that you're hearing that deeper level of what's going on. And I have to share with and you. And not because, just jumping in and wanting to solve somebody's issue, you know. We we talk a lot about. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to let you go first, and then I'll I'll jump in again after that. No, go ahead because I want to actually give an example of verbal processor. So I think it's <laughs> it's that idea again. These are these are tips that we we would give you know people who are going through a, our coaching workshops and learning how to coach is that you know you can ask people. The funny thing is we we sometimes don't realize that we can say the things that are in our head. So there are sometimes when somebody is just like venting to me in my head, I'm thinking. Are they venting? Do they want my advice? Do they want me to just, you know, coach them and ask them a few key questions so they can come to their own conclusions? And I have that dialogue going on in my head, but I don't speak it out loud. And so what we encourage people to do is to speak it out loud. So, you know, I might say to you, do you want, are you just venting or do you want my opinion on this? Are you just venting? Or do you want to figure out your, a solution to this? That is a big thing because <clears throat> if you know, a lot of people like to solve. So when somebody starts to speak, immediately we go into a solution mode, and they don't want solution; they right. just want that trusted sounding board. And you will know that because because typically what happens is as soon as you give somebody advice, they're going to tell you all the reasons why that advice isn't going to work for them. And at that moment is when instead of trying to convince them that your advice is going to work, is when you should just take a step back and go, uh, okay, because people don't argue with their own ideas. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do about so, this and just turn it back to say, right. okay, you know, you've just, and you know, you've just gone through the scenario. I can tell this is really bothering you and I can tell that you're thinking about this a lot. And so what are you going to do about this as opposed to jumping in with the solution? Cause that's kind of that the coach approach that we talk about. And that's such a great point. You know, validation sometimes goes a lot farther, but you can't validate appropriately unless you've listened. Right. And all you have to do is pick up on a key emotion or again, a value. You know, if somebody's talking something, but they're really disturbed about something that's happening with the family, a family member, then you could tell that they value family. Right. And I could tell that your family is important to you is a great validation statement. Or if you're frustrated at work, you can say, I can tell that you're really passionate about your job. Those are great validation statements to validate that you're hearing what they're saying. Yeah, I definitely think those those skills of validating, encouraging, also also mirroring, which which is a thing that, you know, it used to be a sales tactic, but of course now it's it's also a mindfulness technique. Is that you know I I think what I hear you saying is X Y Z, and and trying to make sure that you're on the same page with somebody. And then one of the things that I always used to love, you always used to say this when we were when we were um, teaching people how to coach, is that 
you know, you don't really need a big, long book to tell you how to be a coach. You just need to listen more and talk less. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and while this, this well, conversation... Well, I mean, if you just leave your solutions out of it. We say if you just leave your solutions out right. of it and validate, ask more questions, let the person solve it deeper, that's great listening. In fact, we have an example where we were teaching somebody to coach, and we said, you know, to practice tonight, go home, all of you have an assignment, and we want you to just spark up a conversation, leave your solutions out of it, and, and probe deeper with some questions and validate. And one of the guys the next day came back, and, and because he tried this conversation with I his son... This. And the, the son looks at the dad and goes, Dad, are you dying? Because <laughs> that's how foreign it was in their world to for him to literally just listen to his son. And he was like, oh my gosh, what an aha moment. And then, of course, he's like, you know, the wife says to him, really, I've been telling you, you've been a bad listener for years and you go to a class for two days to learn how to listen. <laughs> but we had to disguise the class as a coaching class, right? No. Right. But well, it really is all about coach, all about listening. And, and you make a good point. So we're not trying to teach everybody how to be coaches on this podcast. It's just that listening really is an integral part of everyday lives, or it should be, and especially a part of really healthy relationships. And you know, sometimes you and I find that total strangers will share their deepest, darkest secrets with us without us even having to ask much because we do, we, we can oh, be good go, listeners. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Right. You know, and you, you can listen to them like on planes. Oh my gosh. I mean, people would just share a ton because we would just listen and be that. Again, I call it a trusted sounding word when you're listening. And people and you are, really do care. To, you're just listening or something, right. you know. But you, you don't have your own agenda in your head. You're not trying to solve what's happening. In, um, and, or, and you're not trying to manipulate the outcome. But the biggest thing is so many people are literally starved for somebody to listen to them. And they're starving for kudos. Oh my gosh. That's absolutely too. starving for kudos. So, so I don't have, I don't have any, where were, I don't know if you had an idea of where you wanted to go with this conversation. I don't know where I was going with this going. conversation, but I do have kind of a, a fun example, you know, cause what, when I'm in like deep listen mode, because I do really do try to hear you and, and, and I talk a lot and you are a verbal processor. I am. So sometimes yes. like before you even have your cup of coffee or while we're in the process of getting your cup of coffee, the morning can sound something like, Hey, I'm getting up right now. Um, I'm not going to take my vitamins. I'm going to take my vitamins in a little bit, but I'm going to go down and have some coffee first. And did you, do you know where my shoes are? I haven't found my shoes. Oh my gosh, look at this laundry. I need to put the laundry away. Oh my gosh, the vitamins. We've, we haven't put together <laughs> vitamins in a while. Are we going outside? You mentioned something that you're going to be going outside in a little bit. Did you want to sit and have coffee with me first? And are we doing coffee on the inside or the outside? And you know what? We said we were going to go to the grocery store. When are we going to get to the grocery store? Are we doing a walk today? Oh, I forgot. We talked about, okay, we're going to be swimming sometime later today. Today, right okay yeah okay and you know what I have something hang on I have I have let me get a couple responses I have I have to do some social media and I need to get that written down or I need to do that and I need to write some other stuff down and I don't even know what I just said did I say I need to get coffee first and anyway so this I'm is really just, sorry you've had to live with me for the last 20 <laughs> I mean years. but it just it, I mean it when you all of a sudden wake up everything and then you verbally process it and I'm like okay how do I respond. I just heard all of that. And oh my gosh, I'm exhausted from your morning. And it's been all of three minutes. I think really that's actually the very appropriate response I'm looking for. Just that right there, what you just said. Could you just do that every day? That would be awesome. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And, and you're right. You know, I am a verbal processor. And what's funny is we talk about this all the time. Like I am a person who talks to myself and I answer myself. And if you and then I here, don't know, are you yeah. talking to me? Or are you just talking out loud? 
because then I get in trouble if I don't listen, yes. although I really don't get in trouble, but I'm just like, are you talking to me right now? Or is the, that for me or is that just for you? The answer is yes. Okay. Yeah. See, that's why it's so confusing. <laughs> but I, I will admit if you weren't here, I would do it anyway, because you know, as we know, Coda, Princess Coda, our, our kitty cat, she used to be my BFF when you were, when you were off traveling, she and I would just have conversations all day long. And you know, because she yeah. didn't answer cause she was a cat. I got all the time in the world to, to chat. So I just, you chat with your phone. I, I mean, I do. We I just did the I sounds talk of about cancer everything. because there was a lot of talking and sounds that were in the house, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of verbal processing going on. And people are and now, so you are? people are now trying to figure out how is it even possible that I can listen and be a coach? Because you do quiet your mind. <laughs> it is funny. I do have to go through and a process. And then you sleep really well. I do. You know. I have to go through a process, though. Like, I have to, I actually have to put myself in, you know, full-on hyper-focused listen mode, which is why when I'm coaching, I really can't have any distractions because otherwise my ADD brain is just on Yet, fire. And when you do listen, you listen incredibly intently and you remember what people say. In fact, you said to me one time, if you would remember what you had said... <laughs> If you would remember what you had said, it would make my life that much easier <laughs> because I don't have to repeat for you what you had said. And then you want to hold me to what I had said, but never hold me to what I said. Right, because you're orange, back to the real colors thing. And, and she I might change. say one, something one day and it could be a totally different thing the next Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. But so, so how do we navigate that? I mean, I mean, it's, I think it's, you know, we, you and I are good at providing examples for other people to learn from. How do we navigate through that so that we don't drive each other crazy? I mean, we've been together 20 years and we still love each other dearly and, and, and we love spending time together. And we've been, we've been holed up with one another nonstop without much um, outside And as long as I listen to everything you say. Since COVID. And I do everything you want me to do. I'm just kidding now. But no, <laughs> actually, we're very good about listening to each other. So I'm going to wrap this up here. As, as long as I, I get say, to be the boss. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the thing is, I just wrote the Caring Bridge post, and it's about the gift of time, right? And time is the greatest treasure that we have. And to give somebody your undivided attention, even for three or five minutes, yeah. is the greatest gift that you can give somebody. So to listen to somebody for three to five minutes uninterrupted where you are focused on them is the greatest gift you can give somebody. I agree with that. It feels really good when, when that can happen. And remind people what Caring Bridge is, seeing as you mentioned it. Oh, I, Caring Bridge is the site where we are writing about the cancer journey. And so you're doing some posts and I'm doing some posts. Okay? Yeah, it allows, it allows, Caring Bridge is a really cool organization. It allows you to create a free website to keep friends and family informed of your progress when you have any type of illness. It's, it's actually any type of, of illness or, or situation um, where you need to keep people involved and, and updated and it kind of saves time on the part of of the person dealing with the illness and the caregiver because they don't have to send out 20 million texts and 50 emails. They so can people just, do want to hear right? because they're listening and instead of having to have individual conversations, you get to have a conversation through CaringBridge. Absolutely. A little side right note before. there and a plug for CaringBridge because they've been awesome. It's yeah. been fabulous. Um, All right. I'm sorry. Did you say something? I yeah, wasn't listening. I, 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 I don't know. What? Oh, exactly. <laughs>
All right, so we're gonna we're gonna send you everybody away with a Listen homework assignment. Listen at the heart level. Pay attention to your body. You know, you can pick up on people's emotions. That's when your body constricts, or when it's a nice, loving, compassionate emotion, your body relaxes. And so, just are you listening to the degree that you can actually? hear what's going on and you're listening that your body is telling you that you're hearing. That's what I say. That's hard to do. I it agree. Possible. And I'm going to challenge all of our listeners to spend at least five minutes <gasps> listening to somebody uninterrupted this week without solving. You can validate and ask questions, but just don't solve and see how it goes. Absolutely. All right. All right. Have fun with that assignment, everybody. We'll see you next time. All right. Listen up, chickadee. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to CC and Doc Talk. We'd love for you to follow us on social media at CC and Doc. That's C C N D O C. And you can visit our website at ccandoc.com. We also take monthly donations to support this broadcast if you're so inclined. We'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, and questions, and we'll do our best to respond. Thanks, and have a fantabulous day.